0: Elder Chor Squad's Keeper Ann here. Heads up that this is a mature podcast in a mature setting. This podcast uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu rule set by Chaosium. All content, including names, places, things, or any other noun-resembling entities living, dead, or shimmering just at the edge of your vision, like something between a memory or a nightmare, are purely coincidental. Welcome back to EHS. Uh, So, as a side note, uh, before we start, just want people to know that uh, this will be the last posting until August 10th. We're just taking a few weeks to build up our backlog and look forward to our Beyond the Mountains of Madness game and coming up here, our Tombs of Annihilation game as well, which should be posted this next week. But yeah, so back to the show, I guess. I'm Keeper Ann, of course, and to my left, I have...
1: Damien, who is playing Delilah Taylor, fake psychic.
0: Delilah, what are you looking forward to most in this, uh, this uh, session?
1: Uh, just uh, hanging out at home with, with my little girlfriend. Having a good little time. Oh,
0: she hasn't made it back yet. How peculiar.
2: Uh, I'm Jacob. I'll be playing as William Hughes, a former soldier turned farmer. And I guess what he's wanting is... Um, As a player, I'm hoping we can, you know, at least a few members meet up to continue on with our investigation, so.
0: Well, it's like wrangling cats, so we'll have to see.
3: Hi, and I'm Sarah. I'm playing Thaddeus Cooper, who is a English professor with a string of bad luck and a very sad dad attitude.
0: A dream in his heart and some change in his pocket as well.
3: His dreams are dead. (laughs) And there was no movies. hesitation on that. <laughs> Just those like oh, at least half is dead. Of his children. Gone. This oh. man <laughs> has lost his planes <laughs> years <Jesus> ago. <laughs> He's they're not allowed anymore. Uh, but you know, maybe hopefully I'll actually meet some of the members of the cast today. <laughs> I've been on my own little adventure.
0: Yeah, and quite the adventure it's been thus far. It's not been great. Yeah, uh, like the hedge monster fucker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He knows what he did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That hedge monster fucker mother bitch. And then uh, to her
4: left. Uh, I'm Cynthia. I'm playing Oksana Ushakova, who hopes to run into no members of the party (laughs) anytime (laughs) soon. She's super cooperative, I promise. Mm
1: -hmm. She's not that lucky.
5: I feel like you're trying to make a <laughs>
6: comeback and you got nothing.
4: Uh,
5: it would be better for everybody involved if if nobody really met up, but unfortunately.
4: Just the way she's played and also her stats, she is not a lucky woman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh so fun fact, I kind of I named this game Unkind Fates because I realized like the the name we had before was like our group name, but wouldn't like doesn't work well for posting so then I changed it because I was like how unfucking lucky is
5: it for Oksana to have to meet these people over and over again
4: so constantly and how much she just wishes she wouldn't ever see them
5: again alright, I'm Alex, I'm playing Richard Bailey, a crime boss of and fixer in New York City. Also, quite possibly the gayest man in existence at the time. At the, t- okay, no, 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 I'm canceling you. As our
0: token straight, I am canceling you.
3: Queer,
0: queer people have always existed. Yeah, but-
3: But not like Richard. Yeah, no, but, like, but, but Richard. But richer than Richard.
0: I withdraw my, uh, my evidence, your honor. <laughs> Okay, so we're first going to open up with Richard as we missed you last week Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. you had an associate of yours take up the mantle for a while. Yes, I did. Yeah, Richard, you unfortunately had something pretty time sensitive pop up uh, immediately after your call with uh, William. Mm
6: -hmm.
0: So as we speak, you're in your apartment and two men are carrying in. A large stone painting, and I mean large, it's about six by nine feet. So they're using some equipment to move or to help move.
5: Fun, fun.
0: All right. Do, do you want to fuck the painting too?
5: <laughs> well, now that you brought it up. You're looking at me with very suggestive eyes. You, wait, is,
0: why did my brain jump there and not to the fact that there's two men bringing right. in the painting? I am the I'm i dumb girl. girl. <laughs> so, Richard this stone painting, it depicts a great city gleaming in yellow light. And as you give it a bit of a gander with your appraising eye, you see that it's a series of non-Euclidean spires and towers that connect something. It almost looks like an overgrown organ. I'd like you to make me an art roll.
5: All right. Can So uh, can I argue for appraisal or?
0: Nope. This okay. is an art roll. Or I, I suppose I'd give you a history. But.
5: No, that's that's a no. <laughs> yeah, I figured not. Seven under fifty.
0: So Richard, as your eye looks up and down and scans this piece as they're moving it towards the center of your of your large living room, you realize that the center building within all of these spires, almost like. A needle in a haystack, like, strand, just hidden in there. It looks almost like an opera house. The stone painting itself is faded by time, obviously. And you see in front of the city a vast dark lake with a deep black pool that hides unknown depths. An enormous whirlpool spins in the center. Three cloaked figures have raised hands towards the vortex.
5: I think that, uh... Richard just finds this quite interesting. It's not to the point where it actually would perturb him yet more, pique his interest more than anything else.
0: Well, the two men, um, they, they drop it off. And, one, and uh, one of them, a middle-aged man, he takes off a white cap and brushes his hair back and turns to you and says, uh, So uh, can, can we leave it here or do you want us to put it uh, somewhere else?
5: we're in the entryway right now right
0: uh they moved it into the living room okay
5: the i think i would um if you would be so kind since you've offered uh i i'd like it in uh my personal study if uh if you'd be so kind where is your study
0: relevant or relative to your living room here
5: um i assumed that it would be uh A room, like, away from the living room, more towards the uh, actual bedroom and living quarters, but, like, along the way in the hallway there. Okay.
0: Yeah, so the man uh, raises his arm and wipes uh, the sweat off his brow and puts his cap back on, and they start moving it down the hallway.
5: And I'll follow behind them at a distance, but um, just to make sure they don't have any uh, wayward hands, any adventurous hands to grab anything, any pieces off of the walls or uh, the bookshelves.
0: Well... Fortunately, they don't have adventurous hands for your personal items, and unfortunately, they don't have adventurous hands uh, for you to use for my
5: personal item.
0: <laughs> At a boy.
5: <laughs>
0: um, and when they will come, will go out the door. You get a call.
5: All right, I I would walk over, pick it up, and I don't think I'd say anything. I'd just pick it up and hold it to my ear.
0: Uh, and on the other end, you hear Elizabeth's voice. Hey, so I just got done with your little soldier friend, whatever it is.
5: Oh, yes, sure, sure. Uh, how is he doing?
0: I, I couldn't tell you. He is dealing with some guy half out of his fucking mind and wanted some help. Told him not much I can do. He wasn't really giving me any direction. Oh. So I just fucked off.
5: I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Uh, that's, that's strange for him to call just for no particular reason, though. Well, he
0: seemed to want help. I just don't think he knew what kind of help he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to talk to you. He was pretty insistent on that.
5: All right, I'll make time to see if I can meet with him.
0: And Elizabeth says, well, okay, if you if you want to catch him, um, I think he's going over to the and to the Castain apartment or whatever.
5: All right, I'll uh, I'll see what he wants, but uh, have you made any uh, made any more progress on our other endeavors? To which
0: endeavors are you referring?
5: The job that she came to me with? Ah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I uh, brought in your your little archivist friend. She folded easy.
5: Oh, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love to hear it. Great job. Uh,
0: yeah, um, it'd be funny. I think she's still hanging around out around there, too. So you can have yourself a little reunion.
5: <laughs> that is in character, the deep sigh. Uh, <laughs> deep sigh followed by laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see how that goes when we get there. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the update.
0: Okay. If there's nothing else you'd like to do for the time being, I'm gonna shift my camera a little bit. So, Oksana, you are looking at the books here. What specifically are you doing?
4: Um, I think her first thought, because um, there's just so many of them, is sort of rundown of like just looking at the books and getting a vague idea of like how many there are to start. And then I think she would organize than by language.
0: So I'm going to roll something for you real quick. Okay. Okay. So Oksana, you are going and you are starting probably towards the, do you think you're starting back towards the front door towards the
4: fireplace?
0: Cause there's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell where this collection begins and ends.
4: Um, I mean, it's, it's not just in the main room. It's in,
0: it's across every, almost every room minus the dining room.
4: Um, I think, she would start with the back and work her way f- to the front.
0: Okay, so probably going more towards the music room at the very far end of the left side. Yes. So she goes down there, and one of the first things you realize quickly is that this part of his collection is featuring different plays and different musical books. I'd like you to roll me a spot hidden.
4: That's a one.
0: Because you'll need it. Why don't you take five points of luck?
4: Oh, I don't like that. But thanks. Oh, puts me back up to my starting 47 points.
0: You're so fucked. Yeah. (laughs) your hands are shifting over many of these leather-bound volumes, and they settle on one. It's in the middle of the second shelf. It's charred.
4: I think she pulls it out.
0: So, when you pull it out, immediately, it's strange. Your fingers where you press, the char and suit rubs off, and the book beneath seems completely undamaged.
4: Um, I think she starts the classic, like, whole hand just brushing it off, like, what's. So trying to see what it is.
0: You begin to brush it off, and I imagine you probably bring it to the small table in this room. Yes. And when your hand finishes wiping the suit from the front, you see that the cover says the yellow king and it features uh, the inside of a theater with a series of mirrors that are placed around. And each one seems to show a part, just a part of a robe that's almost like it's one flowing creature behind the mirrors almost like windows and you can't tell what the one in the very center the furthest back point on top of the stage you can't tell what it looks like and that's when you're gonna make me a power roll
4: uh Uh, that's a hard success
6: good
0: (laughs) (laughs) see here's the fun thing with power rolls Uh Do you remember what happened when a previous character of yours rolled an extreme?
6: Yeah.
0: I like this. Axana, it feels like waking up. Your eyes flutter open and you stand in this tall grass and you're looking out at a pitch black lake and you see something swirling towards the center of it. And when you look to your left and to your right, you see small wooden houses. But there's something terribly strange about them. You... Wait, what's that? You hear children. They're coming up from behind you. Not too close.
4: I would turn towards the noise of children.
0: So when you turn, you see a little gangle of them. Children, however, might be an optimistic word. Because... Oksana, when you see them, they're running and skipping towards you, but with entirely featureless faces covered with just skin. Their hair looks greasy. No, no, that's not that's not the right word. Because you rolled a 1 on your previous spot, and I'm going to carry that and say, you realize that their hair looks oily, almost like paint. And the children soon begin to surround you. And though they don't have mouths, one of them says you're really ugly (laughs) ma'am another one says that's not nice
4: i think she's just so stunned at like the scene before her and like how strange and horrifying it is that i think it's just like she doesn't really think about it but she just sort of like mimics like yes it is not very nice to say
0: a small boy it
4: seems like
0: says hey ma'am can can i have your mouth I want, I want to know what it's like to taste things.
4: Um, I'm sorry. No, I, I I. need it.
0: The little girl who spoke first.
4: Can I have your eyes? I, I want, I'd like to see the world.
0: Another voice. Can I have your nose? I'd like to know what your home smells like. And the boy that spoke before says, Oh, that's not nice. Because her home smells like ash and blood.
4: Um, I have to go home now.
0: Another child that's behind you, you swear you didn't see this one, says, Guys, you're scaring the dolly away. Ma'am, can I have your ears? Uh,
4: no, I, I need them. I need to go home. Um, it, it, it was it was nice to meet you all. Um, I, have, I have to go. Oh, ma'am, please don't go. There's enough of you to share with us. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I have to go.
0: And they start to circle... Well, they already circled you, but now they're moving in the ways that sharks herd fish. And one of the children is saying, see, you, you're you just scaring away the dolly. But it... And another child says, it's okay. She'll come back. Our dollies always come back. And then we'll get to share her. And they're reaching their hands towards you, Oksana.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you're standing in the middle of the music room. And you have the page, the pages of this book open and they're entirely blank and you're halfway through it i'm going to ask you to make me a sanity roll
1: yeah for sure
4: 69 <laughs> yeah. but it's also under 79 so it is a regular pass too uh, i'll
0: take one
5: point for sure i love the way that the sound of the quacking dice transmits through the microphones <laughs> it <is laughs> wonderful. it's wonderful really actually
4: Mm -hmm. um but yeah she's standing in the room um slams that book closed and um looks if there's like a a cabinet or a box or something in this room that she can just shove that into and not think about it for a while
0: um I'd say that there's probably a little ottoman storage space towards the back wall
4: so it opens it whatever's in there is coming out books going in everything else going back in on top of it you reach for
3: another book (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs)
0: The 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 Red King. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so yeah, you pull, you open it, and see a series of smaller instruments, and you don't have to make space. You can just throw that bad boy right in there.
4: No, it's about putting it on the bottom. Okay, it's about burying it. It's about burying
0: it. Great. So you pull out all the instruments, throw this book into the bottom, pile them back on. Okay, so I'm gonna shift. A little bit here. So, Thaddeus, what are you up to?
3: Well, what time of day is it? Because, like, we We're... went through the library, went through whatever, so it's pretty late in the day now. Yeah,
0: you're approaching the evening. Like, you're, you're getting in there.
3: Okay. So, after putting his, you know, strategically placed doll family into bed, because, you know, finding... Little dolls of you and your family in your daughter's dollhouse broken and hanging themselves and in pieces. It's kind of an experience, but you know, we put it to bed, we put them in the dollhouse, we closed that door, and uh, we are not gonna think about that for a little bit. So, you know, but yeah, he had a busy day either looking up things in the library, dealing with his own, you know, random hedge monster fucker. And then dealing with deep-seated trauma. So he's just kind of gonna hang out in the living room for a little bit. Probably, honestly, probably stare at his hands for a good, like, 20 minutes. And then very slowly, listlessly, kind of get up. Make himself some, like, plain rice. Maybe throw some soy sauce on there. And just kind of quietly sit in this house.
0: I will now return to the fact that if Thaddeus thing calls somebody a square that is a slur.
3: <laughs> look, 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 look. This is the plain rice is a depression meal, not a square meal. Also, his wife used to cook. He doesn't know how to do shit.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, he is
5: Irish. I, I thought you were about to say and also his wife used to cook him plain rice. <laughs> <laughs> She made the best plain race. Don't
3: you dare talk about my wife that way. My wife was a god. <laughs>
4: my,
0: well, you picked the wrong gods.
6: <laughs>
3: yeah, you'd think they'd be a little bit hardier.
5: Would <laughs> <laughs> you look at oh that? God. god is dead.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Just God's children. Uh, uh-huh. Just like Jesus. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> you have to sacrifice the children to live a good life.
3: God, the Catholic oh. is coming through. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I cannot escape. Please send help.
0: I am no help. I just like that uh, the idea of it. she made the best she made the best Depression meals. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: but no, he's it's very kind of solemn night, kind of on edge. Like obviously something was in the house, so he's still like keeping an eye on that. But also, like, there's not much he can do if something comes in. So it's kind of like the keeping a wary eye out. But also he's got a lot of other things on his mind that he's just kind of sitting and pondering.
0: So if I might, Thaddeus, I think one of the big things that's probably going to be coursing through your mind at this point. Well, aside from the buzzing, the buzzing trying not to think post-trauma event. How the fuck do you plan to handle this on your own?
3: by potential look right now it's just kind of vague plans he feels like someone just died maybe he can check out the apartment by saying like oh he's apartment hunting or oh he was a good friend of the man who died and oh he's actually like coming here to check in on something he's he wants to get into the apartment there's something weird with the cat there's something weird with the situation And right now, it's less plans of like, oh, I'm going to confront whatever is happening and more like I'm just going to like sneakily poke around.
0: So one thing we had kind of we had uh, discussed prior is that you are aware where this apartment is and you're aware that it it was above a shop. Mm -hmm. Logic dictates that the owner of the shop probably owns the apartment. Granted, it's up to you if you'd like to do that tonight or do that tomorrow.
3: That's probably going to be like a tomorrow morning type of thing. Like, he's had a long day and I feel like logically it makes more sense to talk to like an owner about an apartment in the morning rather than like when people are getting ready for their own dinner and evening.
0: So I'm curious, does does Thaddeus have any vices as coping mechanism or is he just mire in it?
3: He, he's a bit of a brooder. He's a bit of a, like, shut your brain off, don't think, stare at a wall for, uh, you know, like an hour or so type of vice. He doesn't have any of the fun ones.
0: (laughs) Doesn't have any of the fun ones. What a great way to put that. (laughs) Oh my lord.
3: He's just, you know, quiet. He'll spend time reading random things just to, like, focus on that instead of his actual thoughts.
0: Okay, so is there anything else you wanted to do in the meantime?
3: Honestly, not really. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. Before he goes to bed and before he gets, like, super cozy in his house, Thaddeus, like, knows how to almost, like, whittle or carve different wood sculptures, And so there's probably a bunch of, like, little wood blocks around the house. And he kind of wants to make a couple of almost, like, wedges and then go around the house and... Kind of block up the windows. You know how windows open up, but if you put a wedge where it opens, it can't really, like, Mm. open? So he wants to do that to the windows. Kind of make sure any outside doors are blockaded a little bit. Make sure all the front doors are locked with chains. Doing what he can that's not, like, ridiculous ridiculous to, like, barricade the house a little bit.
0: Well, Thaddeus, I think that's the smartest thing you've done. Since you've been introduced.
3: <laughs> Wait, you mean chasing a hedge monster is not a good idea?
0: Well, you didn't really put your heart into it, did you?
3: Look, I don't like hedges. Or <laughs> nature. The monster isn't the problem here, it's no. the hedge.
0: No, no, it's <laughs> topiary is an Englishman's thing. And fuck that.
3: Fuck the English and also fuck nature. We don't mess with that.
0: <laughs> well, topiary is the worst of both worlds. really. Truly it's not just nature it's englishman's nature
5: if it were just a monster fucker you'd be fine but that it was a hedge monster fucker.
3: look bad things happen in nature we don't deal with that
0: so i'm sorry to cut you short then thaddeus
3: yeah but he's just you know having a vibing. weekend he's just having a night he's having
0: he's <laughs> just having a chill relax sit in the house depressed uh, weekend.
3: I should point out, his house, it has the kids' room, the master bedroom, living room, kitchen, study. He doesn't go to sleep in the master's bedroom. He has a couch that he's grabbed some blankets out of, and uh, both of the room doors are closed, and he is sleeping on the couch with a lamp on.
0: Well, I'm glad he gets to feel safe.
1: Uh, <laughs>
3: slash <Earth>. S.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so... Delilah. Yes. You return
1: home from Nana's. What's the first thing
0: you do when you come home? Just as a, as a routine.
1: Normally it's, uh, normally it's come in, take off shoes, turn on the light, and put down like her bag and everything.
0: Okay, Delilah. So yeah, you do that, and when you turn around and you see a dark figure... Sitting at your dining table, right where Elizabeth had been sitting that morning. The, the shape looks almost child-sized, but with a large, amorphous head. And there's something in its lap that it's stroking.
1: She is going to quietly try to pull the gun out of her purse. To show she has it in hand.
0: You're no more than welcome to, my dear.
1: How did you get in? Oh I
0: I don't really need doors. The dark figure, Delilah. When I say dark, it's not someone of a darker complexion, and it's not someone in shadow. I mean something that is shadow.
1: You know it's rude to come into someone's home without proper introduction.
0: Oh um you'll have to pardon my um my impoliteness just this once.
1: So why are you here?
0: And the figure you realize that its bulb, its bulbous head was actually looking down. Now that it goes up more vertically to look at you, it looks twice as long. And it says, "You know she's doing things behind your back, right?" Yeah. And what are you gonna do about that?
1: Whatever I see fit.
0: Delilah. Oh, I love that name. It comes right off the tip of the tongue. There's a book. I think you'd be very interested in, in my home. And I think it will make many things clear to you.
1: Well, I need to know who who you are to know where your home is.
0: Oh, it'll, it'll be apparent soon. And soon everyone will know your name. You deserve better than this life, Delilah. And if you accept my help, I'll give it to you.
1: You were petting something a second ago. Is that my cat?
6: Oh,
0: no, no. Not yours. Mine. And you hear a little yip as he pulls his hand away and shakes it. fuck. Watch it. It's my cat, not yours.
1: I think you should go.
0: He stands up, but is clearly the size of of a child. He says, well, I know what it is that you want. I know you want everything and I can help you with that.
1: She doesn't say anything. She just opens the door.
0: He leaves a small card on your table, taps it, and then walks out your front
1: door. Quickly shuts it and locks it. And then is is Charlotte by the table.
0: When you turn, Charlotte's on top of your china cabinet, glaring down at where the man sat.
1: For now, she's going to uh, keep her gun out and then take a look at the card that was left.
0: So, Lila, when you finally... Make your way over to look at the card he left. All it says is Mr. Wild. And underneath that, Repairer of Reputations. And then it lists an address that you recognize as being your old friend Lewis's apartment right next door.
1: Uh, She is going to put it in, go to room, put it in the nightstand drawer for later. And then she's going to try to coax... Charlotte off of the uh, China cabinet to try and calm her down.
0: So, one of the things you notice when you go to put the card away, because when you set it in that drawer, it's a little darker in there, and you notice that the ink burns a little bright. The ink on the card gives a small yellow silhouette when you close it. Oh,
1: that's, that's just fucking great.
0: And yeah, you go and get Madame Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. And she... Happily jumps down to your hands.
1: And then, yeah, she'll wait a little bit, but slide the gun away and then just kind of make sure Charlotte's okay. She
0: seems more reserved than her usual bratty self. But aside from that, seems pretty good.
1: And at this point, is it pretty
0: late? Uh, We're in the midst of the evening.
1: Okay, so yeah, she'd probably just start getting stuff like put away, like tidy the apartment up for the night type of thing. Okay.
0: Is that all you're thinking of doing for the night?
1: Yeah, she wouldn't try to go visit the apartment tonight.
0: <laughs> then we're going to shift our focus. William, you've come up on the building Castain's Castane's apartment.
2: He would, you know, just park nearby and then probably just enter just uh, like try to get to the apartment, I
6: guess.
0: Yeah, and well, as you come in, you can smell the heat and metal of, uh, of an iron worker. When you come in on the left side you can see a middle a late middle-aged man pounding at a chassis of armor
2: if does he notice me he seems a
0: little engrossed in what he's doing
2: I give a wave to just like be polite if he did notice or not and then tr- try to go upstairs
0: yeah he I don't think he notices okay so you head upstairs and it's pretty easy to see there is only two apartments in this building aside from the shop downstairs. The door's unlocked.
2: I knock before I enter. So it's I... like two quick knocks and then...
0: Two quick knocks and then you just open it anyway?
2: Uh, the two quick knocks, I guess, wait a tiny bit beforehand.
0: Aksana, but... you hear two quick knocks.
4: Uh, I think she... Is she still in the music room at this point or is she...
0: It's up to you. I imagine she'd probably want to have moved from the music room.
4: I think, well, once she puts it and buries it at the bottom of the ottoman, she probably just continues on like nothing happened so i don't know how far she'd get
0: okay so i'll say that you you probably got through one, one of these big shelves
4: mm-hmm. so you're
0: pretty you're, you're pretty deep in uh so yeah you'd still be in the music room
4: solid uh but yeah i guess i i hear the knocks so i would come out to see who the heck is here
0: i'm kind of curious so the music room is on the furthest end of the flat from the door Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in who would get there first, or whether or not you would get there before he opens it. How how long do you wait?
4: Probably wait a minute.
0: Oh, if it's a minute, then yeah, you you get there
4: first. Um, is there like a peephole or anything? Or?
0: Yeah, there's a peephole.
4: Oh, I look. <laughs>
2: you see William standing there, just kind of not taking as much space. Just
0: William hears click. <laughs>
4: Just like a deep sigh from her soul. <sighs> Opens it, but like just a crack. What do you want?
6: Oh,
0: hello. Uh- <laughs> By the way, this is why the series is called The Unkind Face. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, was not expecting to see you here.
4: Nor I you.
2: My friend Louis. Some kind things have not happened to him. And his wife said that he was here in the last few weeks as he progressively got worse and worse and i promised her i would check here to see what might have caused it i yeah i promised his wife i'd come in and just see see if anything i could see if i could find anything here
4: what kind of you anything? bitch <laughs> you get a rock for 10
0: seconds and you drop it
4: rock privileges will be revoked the next time next time
0: <laughs> i was gonna give you one of the nice feeling dice. But rock. Okay, you hold this D12 and tell me it's not satisfying as fuck, though. See,
3: but I would just shake it, and
0: And this is the sound. (laughs) I can't hear
4: that
3: shit real hard, actually. I want
0: to hear it. I want to hear how it comes through. It sounds like a a Kaiba's collar. It does. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
4: Oh, that's all on record. (sighs) Yeah, no, I every other didn't yep. pause it. Uh-huh. It's gonna get cut. Mostly. Yeah, like, we're hopefully. probably gonna cut it. <laughs> I will cut that.
3: Yeah. I figured
0: yep. we would keep the bit and then cut this part that we have been doing for the past twenty seconds. Okay.
3: Yeah, we'll see.
2: So I, I don't know. I just, as I, I said, I promised her I would just check around. I won't be in your way. I just want to look around see if I could see anything.
4: See what is it is in the apartment that caught fire? Thrilling.
2: As. There might be something, and if I can find something that can help him, he might be able to regain a bit of who he was.
4: Or he'll lose more of who he was. Is that the risk you're going to take?
2: From well, I mean, as long as I don't reintroduce bad ideas that he was reading, that should be all right. If I if he was reading something, we could probably give it to the doctors who could help him.
4: I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to sound very mean, and I mean it. Do you know how to read?
2: (laughs) (laughs) He looks at you dumbfounded. What kind of question is that? Of course I know how to read.
4: It's a legitimate question.
2: I don't think I would have made it this far in life without being able to read. Um, Many
4: people have made it much farther without knowing how to read.
0: Yeah, so uh, just as a quick historical context, I think Cindy is referring to the fact that there is low, like, the literacy rate is not today's standards.
4: It's real low.
5: Especially where where you're
0: from. So, like, being, yeah, Russian, literacy Mm -hmm. not great.
5: Yeah, I'm curious as to, like, an approximate percentage.
0: It's actually pretty easy to look up.
5: That's what I'm Googling
0: right now. So it is Mm -hmm. a, so everyone can read in the U.S. pretty much, but it's, as far as I know, but it's pretty, they're not reading at an advanced level.
4: Yeah, yeah like that's that's more the question of like she probably knows second grade reading level but like there's some books in here buddy like well, 65 is above average
0: yep. right you're yeah. above average but but also it's not necessarily a given one of the yep. biggest reasons why pulp fiction is really big during this period is because it uses e, like a e simpler language and it's also part of why modernism, which is coming around about this time, um, is using more like simpler language so that it's more in line with realism. But so, yeah, it's not just it's not just a pure yeah. insult.
4: Yeah. Like, it's like she was like, it's going to come across as yeah. mean and I'm not going to sugarcoat it kind of thing, as well as also just like, you haven't really given me a lot of reason to really believe in you. So
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I know how to read Back we read some Shakespeare back in the day. Not too much, but I know how to read.
4: Congrats. Okay. So what is it that, so he's reading bad books, so he's gone crazy, that's the theory you are running with right now?
2: I don't know what's going on. As said, his wife said the longer he stayed here, he slowly changed as a person, and I want to just see if I can figure it out. Help a man who helped me in the past.
4: I don't think you'll find anything here terribly interesting.
2: And if that is that is, oh.
4: but I also don't want you to touch anything. I'm currently cataloging all of the books here. Look, but don't touch. All right. And she opens the door and steps aside.
2: And he enters and just I can promise if I do touch something, I'm putting it back exactly where I found it. No,
4: you don't touch it at all. All
2: right, and he and as it enters the apartment, does he, he sees the same scene as you described in the last one, but. Does he see anything extra by any chance other than?
0: I'm gonna give you a chance at something here. And only because of your pulp talent, I'm gonna give you an extreme spot hidden.
2: That's a nine. That's a three. Oh my oh god. god. Motherfucker. It, you might
1: get a one. Roll okay. your thing. So. Your pulp talent lets you get a.
2: Yeah, for the tens place. Yeah
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah, you
1: can't yeah. yeah.
2: roll the other one.
5: We're gonna come back to that. Okay, oh no! That I had the highest roll of the night at a seven. I, Cindy, no, I don't roll the one. Yeah, I, highest. Oh, highest roll. Uh, yeah, you people are fucking
0: monsters. I
1: think, was that this is the this group roll, rolls more I,
0: ones than I, a hundreds than any I group I've ever I listened to. Really
1: good roll. I don't no. think you so, yet.
0: we're going to return to that, William. Yep. So you enter. Tell me a little bit about what you're looking for and how you're looking for it.
2: Um, he's probably for now, cause like he just assumes it was probably a book he read or something like that. He knows a part of it is at the apartment, but there might be more. So he wants to he's probably just looking through the books, reading through spines, um, seeing kind of what the general gist is here.
0: Okay, so where are you starting when you uh, look?
2: He probably starts from the left comes out i don't exactly know how the apartment looks oh but. so
0: when you come in there is a dining room to your right okay. a bedroom that's kitty corner and up into your right and the fireplace right in front of you surrounded by books at the far left end is the music room which is where oxon had been working so if you want to so yeah you could go to the far yeah. left end and be in the music room
2: actually i probably yeah it starts from the fireplace goes left and then probably to the right um, I was
0: really excited for him to like go to the music room and Oksana be like, "No, you're fucking to oh, God damn
2: it!" Because <laughs> uh, he's probably gonna focus in this this main room first before moving on, and if there is any other like I guess artifacts or it's just like kind of knickknacks, he'd look at those too.
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you what I've told Oksana: the shelves around the fireplace are hor- like seem horribly burned. A lot of these shelves are burned with random pockets of places where they're not.
2: I guess if he had there's random pockets he would look at the sp- like specifically the spines of those books to see if they say anything.
0: This is when well, I won't make this decision for you. Richard, how do you decide to knock on the door or not?
5: I think that Richard would knock on the door with the opening to shave in a haircut and then just open it for the last beat.
0: Dun 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 dun, dun, dun open. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And so when you come in, you see William looking through some books. And kinda what were you doing in the few minutes here?
4: I mean, probably like let William in, watched him for like a minute, just like, don't you not touch anything. And then would head back to the music room.
0: By the way, he did just touch those books.
4: Yep. Oh, I was like looking, like reading the spines, not actually touching.
0: Them. Oh, you're just reading them. Okay. you. So he, oh, look at him playing pro, Mr. Pro Party. Uh-huh. Um, And then, yeah, uh, I suppose you started heading back towards the music room then?
4: Yep. I would have started heading back to where I had left off cataloging.
0: So you hear the knock and then you see the door thrown open.
4: Who on earth <laughs> St- starts walking back towards the front door? And yeah, as the door open. Hello,
5: anybody home?
0: As he whip the door open,
2: he like immediately like whips around, startled by the sound.
0: Do you draw your gun?
2: He does not draw, draw his gun, but he is like, he kind of stances because he doesn't know what's happening. As, and a, then,
0: as a queer woman, I can say this, no balls.
2: <laughs> and then as he sees Richard, he relaxes a bit.
4: What could possibly bring you here?
5: I mean, I feel like this shouldn't be too much of a surprise. I wanted to uh, check on our mutual friend here, and I heard he'd be around. Fine. Okay, don't fucking touch anything.
4: (laughs) Throws her hands up and heads back to the music room.
5: And so Richard will wander over to you, William, and go, So, uh, I I heard that you had a problem that my associate couldn't really help with earlier.
2: Yes, and he's gonna turn back and start looking at the books again to as he's talking with richard of just i don't know exactly what's happening with my friend he called me to meet up with him and when i did he told me something is coming and that the only way to stop it is to burn this apartment down and him
5: okay so do you want me to burn this man in this apartment well or... i
2: don't know because it's the ravings of a lunatic and this man last time i knew him wasn't a lunatic
5: i've started to give a little more credence to lunatics nowadays
2: when i asked him specifically what is coming he couldn't say anything except he started like he didn't say anything something got caught in his throat and he started to cough up blood well what was it i don't know i didn't look into his mouth but when i felt around to see what if like if i could try to get it back up it was a small ball about the shape of or about the size of a marble he was talking just fine until right before he was about to say a name.
5: And so you would be able to clearly see, because he's, he's not doing that good of a job of covering it up. But Richard uh, kind of shifts his stance a little bit, averts his eyes away when he says, well, the, this type of thing does happen, especially if those people in your line of work or former line of work. And you can just tell that he's more lying to himself to rationalize it than anything else.
2: And I think as you said that, he says it not like this. Richard, I live with men who've been through the same things that I have. We don't go this far, typically. And when I say typically, it's not as bad as what's going on with Lewis. Something else is going on. But it could just be a fragile mind from the war being tainted by something else. I don't know, and that's why I'm here.
5: What exactly are you hoping to get from me here?
2: I can't exactly rule out the plausibility of this being supernatural. And me and you have experienced, have experienced things like this before. That's why I couldn't talk to your assistant about it.
5: Do not ever let her hear you calling her my assistant. This is like him snapping to your yeah. eyes, staring you just... I don't, trust me
2: <laughs> i don't know what she is in your wheelhouse
5: she, she's an associate a colleague a co-worker a friend but okay. uh, the assistant no i'm i'm telling you this for your personal safety i will not call her an assistant <laughs> a an associate a partner but i mean i i didn't really get many details what does this place have to do with your friend then so, this apartment
2: was his cousin's apartment, who his... Actually, would I know his cousin was insane?
0: Uh, I think he did actually mention it. Okay. Yeah, he mentioned that his cousin Hildred had lost his mind.
2: Okay. So, his cousin also, uh, like, living here, went insane, and this... Something happened to him, and Lewis spent cataloging here. Lewis Went through his stuff here and started to go insane based off of things in this apartment.
5: Then what are you doing running around in here?
2: Well, to see if I can find, what. at least if it's a book, if it's just an idea that got in his head, I could find it and give it to the people who could help him.
5: So what, they all go insane too? I- <sighs>
2: I don't know what happened with his cousin, but at least with Lewis, it could just, as I said, be a fragile mind who's taking words too literally.
0: And I think it's this point, because you've been looking back at some of the texts during this conversation, and you found that most of them are histories. African histories, Middle Eastern histories, with a particular focus on genealogy. And then your fingers come across a book without a title on the spine, Like a new new journal, but it seems to have burn marks across it, unlike the rest of this shelf.
2: It's pretty clear you haven't been in this area, have you?
0: You probably heard their conversation. Well, no, I mean,
2: like cataloging
0: this.
4: Heck yeah, cataloging started in the music room. Yeah.
2: It's a newer, looks a little bit like a journal. So i'm gonna pick it up but i'm going to purposely like tilt one. you're gonna be like stealthy about it i'm gonna tilt like tilt one of the books next to it so that it i can clearly see where i pulled it from so that i can just put it right back in the exact same spot
0: Oksana, you see him pull a book
4: i know what i did go back to the music room
0: you know what sure i'll i'll make you make a spot i don't know I was just gonna give it to you, but you want it to be harder for yourself. So I, d-
4: I want to be given, but I also want to earn it correctly. I was in a different room.
5: This isn't you D&D. Just ignored
3: Richard entirely. Yeah, that is
4: eighty one over forty.
5: believe. <laughs> what,
0: what was that, Cindy?
4: Eighty one over
0: forty. All God is in his heaven, all is right in the world. God damn it. <laughs> Minus the book you shoved into the bottom of that ottoman. Yeah.
3: Whatever that is, that ain't right. God
0: is in the bottom of an ottoman. God is in the bottom of an ottoman. <laughs> Man, I can't believe that instead of worshipping his wife, he should have worshipped the book in my ottoman. <laughs> okay, all right. So, yeah, William, you pull it out, yep. and you don't hear any admonishing, so you open the front of the first page, right? Yep. As you normally would, you see that this is the journal of Louis Castain. And you yep. notice something else. The space behind this book wasn't wall. It's a little black pit you can see, but you can't make anything out. It's just darkness in there. Fun little hole. I don't I don't <laughs> want to hear you say
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, to not get that. For yes. Right
2: now, as tempting as it is to try to find a light Shine into the hole. Uh, I think he's going to focus on just quickly flipping through the journal to see what it might say.
0: So, you are going to be doing what we call an initial reading.
2: Ooh, what's the, what's the fun roll? It's for what that? you can
0: only glimpse in oh, a short time, and you're going to make me an intro. It's
2: not terrible. I say it's not terrible, it's one of my higher stats. Uh, it doesn't matter, 84. I don't know. I'm not going to spend nine points of luck on that.
0: You could always push it, baby. I don't want to
2: damage the book.
0: So... That's up to you.
2: I'm not going to push it.
0: Yeah, it's Lewis's journal, but he's clearly been keeping it since uh, since the war. And that might account for some of how brutalized it looks. But... Yeah, you're flipping through, and it's just kind. Of, it's just too much. You're going to have to sit down and spend time with this if you want to make out anything
5: meaningful.
2: I think he is going to put it to the side and just see if Richard has any more thoughts he's going to add to the conversation.
5: Right now, Richard is kind of at a loss for action. Like, he's he's like, yeah, I understand why you need help, but, like, come to me with something concrete. I understand why this is concerning, But frankly, right now, it's not my business unless you want me to make it my business.
2: This was mostly a consultation. He wanted to see what your thoughts on this entire thing was. I guess you gave it. Those are my thoughts surmised. I guess for now, he doesn't have any jobs for you because he
5: doesn't know what he wants done yet. But you see, Richard is also curious enough to stick around for a while. Uninvited. But he doesn't care. Yeah, actually, now that
0: you mention it. I'll have you make a spot hidden roll.
5: 51 under 60. You can make out that there's a hole where he pulled that journal from. No real hesitation. Like, he's going to move the one book that was cr- diagonal to the side. Oh, no. I lost the spot now.
3: <laughs> just find the hole. <laughs>
5: Where the hole is, the book goes. The hole is the goal, Jake. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm going to scream until my voice is raw and bloody. Yeah, I'm just going to... I'm not going to get real close or anything, but I'm going to get closer to, uh, like, look. To see if I can see anything in that hole.
0: It's it's dark in there. Your options are to put a light
5: source in there or to just reach in. I feel like holding, currently, holding my only light source being my pocket lighter next to a bunch of books and a bookshelf is not exactly the smartest play.
0: Well, hey, they clearly took
5: uh, being burned with grace. Yeah, some of them. Richard is not one to just stick his hand in. Sure, Oh, positive. He's one to say, hey, William, did you look at this hole back here? <laughs> did you say that? <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: it, <laughs> I think you can hear him say that as well.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I think she hears it and it's just and like, puts down what she's doing and starts walking out.
0: And he turns
2: to you and just, it's a hole in the wall. Well, strange for it to be there. I mean, my house has holes.
0: We gave you... the worst character the advantage and spot in Spot <laughs> Hidden.
5: He doesn't respond to you right away, but you see the just, you can't tell if fully if it's condescension or pity in his eyes when you say that. It's just...
2: Yeah, holes happen in walls. Sometimes you just can't fix them and it's behind a bookshelf.
5: Now he's just startled.
4: <laughs> I see what we also can't fix is your ability to follow instruction. But do you, do you want me to
5: stick my hand in there? I mean, I, I can't see anything back there, but... Yeah, neither could I. What are you even talking about? Here, g- g- come closer. There's, there's a hole behind where this book was.
4: Okay, <laughs> and? It shouldn't be there. Congrats, I'm not paid for
5: that. You know what, that's fair enough. <laughs> that was a child's arm. I care, just not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Richard does give you a shrug and a... I can respect that. And then... Uh, Why are you so worried about it? I'm not worried about... Have you heard of curiosity? I've heard of minding my own business. Hey, Oksana. I don't think you have, though.
0: Could you do me a favor and roll yourself a listen roll? Mm -hmm.
4: (laughs) Sure (laughs) can. It's a 94, baby.
0: What's your listen? 40. So that's a fumble. Yeah. Mm Oksana, you hear... An echoing voice coming from that hole.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: You hear a child's voice say, "I told you the doll, the dollies always
4: came back." <laughs> I'll leave the hole to you and leave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you like react? Do you like yeah. get pale or? I
4: think it's. I think it's a little bit pale. Says that goes to snatch the book out of your hands and then goes back to the music room. Uh, Clearly walking fast.
2: I mean, he's gonna try to keep the book in his
4: hand? No.
0: Okay, so we're gonna just go ahead and do a strength contested roll, I guess. Uh,
2: could
5: I? Yes, Richard? No, uh, just holding it above.
2: Oh. Uh, My strength is better. I was gonna say, could I try to like, like, just like- Dodge. Like, not violently, but kind of like move my hand out of the way, but my strength is a better roll. You, 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 you Bruh. fuck.
4: 80-something. <laughs> oh, I don't know, my like, 10s, or my
5: like, 1s, please, please.
1: Oh, I hit
0: the chair. What did you roll, Oksana?
4: Uh, 49 under 65.
5: It doesn't matter what your other dies. is. Yeah, no. So, she I, pulls I guess, the book from you. Uh,
2: As you do, he just goes, that's, I think that's Louis. So, yeah, as you take it from him, he just kind of goes, that's, that could help, my friend. That is Louis's diary.
4: And they'll catalog it as such. <laughs> Mark this first, baby.
2: And I could use it to maybe help my friend. Arguably seeing where his mental cl- decline starts would be instrumental in helping.
4: And like I said, I'll catalog it first.
2: Could I get it as soon as possible, please? We'll see. And he, he points at the wall, at the, like because he doesn't know if you're just going to put it back or not. He points to where it was.
4: She takes it with her. Okay. She knows if she put it back, you just grab it again. Yeah. She Have fun with your hole. <laughs> not sticking my hand in the hole. I don't care what you do with the hole. <laughs> <laughs> just don't touch the books. I gave you one direction.
2: Uh, I guess I'm gonna see if there's an alternate light source that I could try to find.
0: So when you look around, uh, there's some candle wicks yep. and matches around.
2: Not a good idea, but... You gotta get candles near books.
0: Well, if you're putting the if you're planning on putting the candle to a book, yeah, that'd be a problem. Are you planning on putting them to the book? No, but well, doesn't want
2: to risk burning the books. But I guess. Do you, oh yeah, I don't know. You have that
5: lighter. I've given it to you before. I'm pretty sure. You? I think so, actually. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think I, I think I have. I guess he
5: would ask for the lighter. Richard is uh perusing the books on the wall, not like aggressively touching them, but maybe brushing over with his finger. But uh without That's even great. looking away, it pulls it out of his pocket and holds it to the side. He would take
2: it and he's gonna move. I'm sorry, Oksana. Two more books to the left, just kinda like move them so that he can get a better look
0: behind the shelf i can't tell what's better oxana's rage or cynthia's <laughs>
6: uh-huh. yep.
0: all right so yeah you're gonna light it and take a look back there uh he's moving the books
2: first yep. before seeing the same thing just blackness
0: no there's a lever immediately to the right against the wall there that you can now see
5: hey richard yeah come here use your words dear <laughs> come here there's a lever are you going to pull it
2: i can i don't and he starts to reach in to like pull the lever
0: so i'm i hear you hear this conversation do you turn around <laughs>
4: just a deep sigh in her soul Hello, Snow.
0: <laughs> well wonderful then you don't get to see him put the books on the ground
2: Oh, are you still holding them? Oh, he's just holding them? Yeah, he's holding in one hand as he's gonna go and... Because he doesn't want to lose these two books because he doesn't want, like, your job harder than it
0: is. So so you pull, you pull the lever, then. hmm And the bookshelves begin to shift. They fold in, going up against that wall you had seen. Some sort of light source flickers on, and you are all looking at this enormous tapestry surrounded by mirrors of a giant creature with a long, angular crown, and robes spilling down almost as if they were water, falling down into this deep black lake, into this whirlpool, mixing with it, making it burgeon from a deep, dark black to a bright yellow. You can see its gaping maw reach down into the pit, And it looks like small moons are being sucked into its maw. In the furthest point of the lake, you see what looks like a moon dipped halfway into the lake and half into the sky. And a long black spire reaching towards the heavens. And I think that's where we're going to end for tonight.
3: I'm so glad Thaddeus is just asleep in bed uh, and didn't come here and oh. is having a great time. Oh
5: Richard's kinda fucked up we're, <laughs> we're uh we're just gonna
2: <laughs> We're just oh, gonna, like, you know, flick the switch geez. again, and it's Come just on. gonna go
0: back behind the bookcases. We're not gonna worry
6: about I like that. it. I close this back up? And everybody
3: turn the turns apartment to Oxana, and hey, set it on fire.
0: Have any of y'all read The Cask of Amontillado? Yeah. Turn over to Oxana, hey, you have another thing you're gonna have to catalog. I,
4: like, I, I'm pretty sure she heard the bookcase moving and was like, the fuck... <laughs>
3: Okay. I'm oh, sorry, that made your job
0: so much harder. I hate the deer. You can probably hand it to Cindy too, because Cindy's gonna see it. Eventually.
2: Yeah. Oh, that
3: looks so pretty. <laughs>
2: I would actually have that as a wallpaper. Oh, that is
3: actually pretty. really cool. I, I, I would befriend that man. I think he would be pretty cool on game uh, nights. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you know
2: every rule to good homebrew monopoly. <laughs> mm.
3: He definitely knows knife clock. Oh uh, god! Yeah, god, god, that's too accurate! <laughs>
5: What? That's too accurate! (laughs) He knows every rule to homebrew Monopoly. Oh my god. Oh god. Every good
2: rule
0: to homebrew Monopoly. Did your wife know how to homebrew Monopoly, Daddy? We we played
3: My wife was not a capitalist scum. We didn't need
2: Monopoly. (laughs) 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 Oh wait, Monopoly's not a game yet?
3: I was gonna say we played the game of life, but and like it just... didn't work out for us..